Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining the show is our Odyssey NBA insider, Jimmy Passos, who literally just left some summer league action in Las Vegas. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sportsbooks don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Coach Passos, how you doing, sir? Oh, Q, I would leave a game early for you, and I'll tell you what. It's worth it. But that with Golden State Warriors team, Chris Miller is my friend. I work at NBC Washington with him, and he loves Kaminga. Kaminga's athletic, and he's really good. Moses Moody can score. I like R.J. Hampton. Cole Anthony's got a different look going on there today, but I like Cole Anthony. He's got, he's, 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 uh, he was an Under Armour kid that's been at the Curry camp, but the guy, the guy Suggs is the real deal. Of all those guys, Suggs just has the presence and warm-ups playing. Jalen Suggs looks fantastic. I think the Magic got a steal. They're going to be really young. They're going to lose for a year while they figure everything out, which point guards to keep and not keep. But Suggs is the real deal, and Kaminga athletically is the real deal. Moody can score. You said Kyle Guy, the Virginia, you know, the former Virginia Cavalier, led him to the title. He switched teams. He's with uh, Golden State, who, you know, need, they need some help. You know, they got to have. They got to find a couple of guys that can play because, you know, Steph Curry did all he could this past year. But you got Clay Thompson back at Draymond Green. You got Wiseman out, you know, another year under his belt. So that's what Summer League is for. You know, Tyron Lewis here, Kawhi Leonard's in the stands. You see guys all over the place tomorrow, the Wizards play. So I will tell you this, that MGM and, 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 you know, MGM Resorts puts on the Summer League. It's a fantastic get with your friends. They take a family out here. The kids love it. It's inexpensive. There's a game always going because in other words for those of you who don't know there's a big arena the thomas and max center and then next door is the cox arena which holds four thousand. so one game starts at one the other game starts at one thirty or two like there's always two games going and when one ends there's a quick warm-up really a good really a good event really good for young people to come out here and see lots of different teams and the access to like quiet letter walk right by me you know, that's 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 neat for me still at a 54 year old guy that's coached a lot the summer league's really, really good. It's competitive. Memphis has a good team. Bain had 32. Charlotte's got book night to watch. Minnesota's got some new guys. So that's what's going on out here, and it's um, going to be very interesting to see how it rolls out. I'm here till Thursday, and the Wizards play tomorrow. Coach, uh, last night, over the weekend, we got to see four of the top five picks from the draft. We got to see Cade Cunningham. We got to see Jalen Green and Scotty Barnes. What are your thoughts on those guys? That's my favorite part of the summer league, obviously, is watching the lottery picks. Well, the Bond story is the big story, you know, because everyone had Suggs going up yeah. there and Lowry was going to leave and it was a natural fit. But Masai went for the Barnes, you know, Barnes has a big upside and he might, he's never going to shoot the ball. But watching Suggs, they maybe should have taken him because he's just a real leader and he's strong. You can tell he's already been in the weight room. But Barnes is sort of the story, you know, that Barnes got picked ahead of him and then, and, and, you know, Masai knows what he's doing because he built its contender. But, I mean, you have tomorrow night, you have the premier game. You have Cade Cunningham versus Jalen Green, and they both get off to good starts. So that's a game that, you know, will get a lot of attention here. Like that, it's not the Zion. I was here when Zion was here. Now, the Thomas and Mack at 17,000 was sold out. That, that was an unbelievable. But there's buzz on the streets. People are flying in. 
Detroit versus Houston. You got those guys. Denver, uh, VCU. They have, they have a VCU kid, Bones Highland, who I really like. It's kind of like the first round, the second round is just the first thing people watch. But then you realize teams send a couple guys like Desmond Bain, the Grizzlies sent, or Brandon Knight's out there trying to resurrect his career. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Me Too's got traded from the Spurs. We didn't play the kid from Southern Cal who's now on Sacramento and looked really good. So it's it's really an interesting thing to see, you know, whether they send guys for developmental leadership and then, of course, the real rookies. So the the buzz will be, though, Tomorrow night at six o'clock. Well, nine o'clock your time. Six o'clock out here. Detroit plays Houston. That's must see TV. ESPN regular has that game, and that's not an accident. You know, Coach. Thank you for joining us, everybody listening. This is our Odyssey NBA Insider, Jimmy Patsos. Coach, what do you think about what you've seen from Evan Mobley recently? I mean, I I saw you know from my humble opinion, he does definitely look a little skinny like that. That's the biggest knock on Mobley from, from my uh, point of view right now. And especially being his size when, when you're that skinny and you're playing a finesse game so early, he has to put some pounds on there. What's your initial impression about Mobley uh, seeing him uh, firsthand? You know, it, it's a great question Q, and, and I know Andy Enfield is coach at USC. Mobley is a real star. He's not Kevin Durant. He doesn't have the offensive skills that he has, but he's built like him. But, as you said, Q, you notice, and that's what you notice out here, because some of the guys are 20 and 18 and 7, you know, 18, 19, 20. Some guys are 22, 23. There's a couple 26 and 27-year-olds out here because they need players. and That's where you notice how skinny he is. Mm-hmm. But he's a defensive, really good player. He can score. He's got a good mid-range game. Can he turn into a three-point shooter? I think that's a little bit of ways. But Cleveland with the, you know, they got a Coro, and, they, you know, they, they, they got some pieces in Cleveland but you had to take Mobley, you know, and, and like that's a talk, you know, Jalen Green came out. He didn't shoot the ball that well during his career. I didn't think that he really shot it well his first game here. That's a little bit of the buzz, and that's why they took him second. Cade Cunningham just does everything. Doesn't make as many threes as you think, but he fills up the stat sheet. So that's – and Detroit, remember, they're happy with Sadiq Bay and Fabian Lee, and they had Isaiah Stewart. So they're a young team. That's what they're talking about. The Mobley thing. Cleveland just has to get solid, keep a coach. It's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. But remember, they signed Jared Allen, so he doesn't have to play center. But he is thinner. You know, Zaire Williams, I just watched him play from Stanford. He is very thin. I watched Santi Aldama play, who's up to like 6'11", last pick of the first round from Loyola, Maryland, where I used to coach for Memphis. He's ready to go. Because it's kind of what you said, Q. When, When they're here and you're up close, you can see what you said. Is a guy too thin? You know, does he need strength? Blah, blah, blah. And, and Mobley needs some. And Zaire Williams needs some. And Book Knight looks pretty good. He can't really shoot the ball well yet at Charlotte, but he can get by guys. Uh, Davion Mitchell is Ding him up. So you see guys up close and you say, like you said, Q, are guys physically ready? Then how are they competing? Then how's their offensive game? But you do notice that Mobley's going to take a little longer. Zaire Williams is going to take a little longer. Absolutely. Kaminga. Kaminga's thin but athletic going to take a little longer Moses Moody's really young but it's really interesting to see how good they can get in five games Cade Cunningham Jalen Green and Suggs to me they're men that are ready to go right now coach I'm looking uh, I'm taking a real early look at NBA title odds and the Nets are the overwhelming favorites they're plus 240 um what kind of surprised me a little bit the Warriors have the best the third best odds with the Bucks nine to one uh, the Lakers plus 400. I want to get your take on what the Lakers did this offseason. I feel like it's been a mixed bag. Some people like the additions that they made, including Russ. Some people don't think they have enough shooting. What are your thoughts on what the Lakers were able to do? Uh, it's a great question. You know, the Lakers were, you know, 
They got Joel Ayayi from Gonzaga. They added him. Remember, somebody has to play minutes. Right. You know, you know, Mac McClung's away, didn't get drafted, but he's on their team. Austin Reeves, the kid from Oklahoma, who I like. Somebody has to play minutes because Westbrook and, you know, Anthony Davis is going to have to carry that team physically. Yeah. You know, of course, LeBron's the leader, and Westbrook's an alpha dog. Love him. Doesn't load management, but it's going to take a lot of miles off him. But you need bodies, you know. You need bodies to get through an eighty-two game schedule. Now the schedule will be more spaced out. I, I like the Bucks right now. I'm just telling you the Bucks because of they, they they got Divincenzo back. They drafted some guys. I just think the Bucks I'd take the Nets. Hey, if Harden's healthy, Kyrie's healthy, Joe Harris don't forget's good. They got Blake Griffin back. They just signed. He was here actually. Bruce Brown was here. That's what I mean. Guys are guys come out to like support their teammates. The Lakers though. You know, he's got to get in a playoff series. He can't be the seventh seed and play Chris Paul and the Suns. But if they're the third, fourth, or fifth, I wouldn't want to play him. But AD has to carry him physically. He's got to physically carry them, maybe play some center and stuff, because they have no cap room, you know? Yeah. They don't have any cap room. The Nets are way over the cap, too, but they have, like, a better overall team. And they got some guys that can play and and, then, and things of that nature. So it's the Lakers is going to be the most interesting story. But in the playoffs and they'll have a little more rest. You know, LeBron clearly wants one more title. And I, and I love the Westbrook thing for him. You know, if he's going to handle the ball as much. I said this before. Maybe LeBron plays the 3-4 like Crowder did for the Suns. That way you can have Westbrook at the point. AB's fine. But you need other players on your team. They're going to have to find. I think that's why they took Joe Laiai, just because he's an older guy that played three years at Gonzaga. And they got a BYU guy, Childs, I kind of like. And, they're going to have to find some guys, though, that can play. The, the Warriors interest me that you guys said they're that high of a pick. Yeah. Now, is that based on rumors that they have some cap room? They do have cap room. Are they going to get, make another trade? I mean, that's that's interesting to me. But Curry had an MVP-like season. But I guess that Clay Thompson's going to come back full steam if that's their odds, you know? Well, Coach, with Ben Simmons being disgruntled with the organization and they're not communicating, I think that's like the most likely thing that they can do is package something for Ben Simmons. But – what do you think Ben Simmons does for that Golden State Warriors team? Like, and how do you feel about him in general? Ah, Q, I'm a fan, and I and I, and I know we love Embiid, and, yeah. and he's you know they got a nice team, and they got you know Maxi. They they blew out today. The Mavericks didn't even show. It was like forty to fifteen. The first you know they got a nice young team. Don't forget they got Matisse Tybo, and they took Springer from Tennessee who can play. But the Sixers don't need Simmons as much as the Warriors probably need him. I take him on the Warriors because he's not an alpha guy, and you got that in green, and then you got Curry who can shoot the ball like you know as well as anybody's ever played the game, and Clay Thompson coming back. Poole is good. I'd take Simmons. The question is who matches up salary wise for him, or you know, I I I, I guess Wiggins. You got you got to have Wiggins in there for first, and then yeah. would you do Wiggins and Wiseman for Ben Simmons? I would. I actually think Q. I like him on a team where he doesn't have to, like, shoot the ball. I don't mean that facetiously. Like, like you don't need him to shoot the ball on the Warriors. Yeah, You need him to shoot the ball a little bit on the Sixers. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Tobias Harris isn't going to turn into All-Star. It sounds like he has to get out of Philly. Plus, those fans, you know, with all due respect, I, I respect the Philly fans, but I wouldn't want to play for them if they don't like you. They're not yeah. always the nicest people, you know, so... I did the game with Chris Miller when they when they threw the water on Westbrook. You know, the guy has triple-double and was hurt and all that. So maybe Simmons should get it. I think the Warriors would be a great place for him to land. And you take Wiggins and Wiseman's your backup for the future. And if you lost Dwight Howard and 
you just you got to figure out who the other guy is. Is it one of the draft picks that you took? You throw Moody in, but I, I I like Ben Simmons. I wouldn't give up on him. He played really well in the playoffs against the Wizards, but he was playing the four, and they didn't need to shoot the ball well. And Danny Green was on the team. Don't forget, Danny Green got hurt. But I like Simmons as a player. I, I thought Washington should try to get him. They're not gonna because the way they're going is kind of younger and more. They're going to build the team around Beal, but I like Simmons. I'm a fan. Coach, I'm a Bulls fan, and uh, I'm not running over to BetMGM to bet them 66-1 uh, to to win the title or anything like that, but I would just like another playoff appearance. What do you think about what they were able to do this offseason? I got to come in. I'm not just – I am not a guy that just comes up with this stuff, okay? Yeah. The Bulls here are, like, getting a lot of, like, love with mm-hmm. the moves they made. And, you know, it's not just Zach Levine. And they signed Ball, and they got some other guys, and – they're ready to win again. And, you know, Spellman's over there now for him. And they just, the the Patrick Williams from Florida state who got drafted last year, I think he's going to be, I didn't see them play yet, but remember they got, you know, the guy from Carolina, I'm just drawing a blank. Kobe, you know, Kobe was really good. Like picking the draft. He's a combo guard. You're talking about adding some nice pieces to a team. That's already good with Zach. Now if marketing stays healthy, that's the whole thing, stuff of that nature. But, there's a lot of buzz out here about the Bulls. For some reason, you know, the GMs are out here. I saw Tim Conley and Pat Conley, the Baltimore guys, one works and he works for the Bulls. The Bulls are like that under the radar, a lot of buzz. They can make a run and pass the Celtics and the Pacers and the Hornets and get to the fifth or sixth spot. The Bulls, everybody seems to think they did very well this year and what they and what they were trying to do. That that that's that's the busy thing, you know, Nicholas Vuk, you know, Vucevic, you yeah. know. Yeah. You're talking a double-double machine and all that kind of stuff. They, they, there's a lot of buzz about the Bulls out here. Well, Coach, thank you so much. we got to have you on again soon. I really wish we were in Vegas with you, Coach, but we got to see you when you oh, come back to the you district. You would be having a steak. We'd get west up you. We're going to have our little group. You can just call me anytime, and I'll report back next week about how it's going. But it's, it's, it's really well run, and it's good basketball, and it's going to be fun to see which young guys use this quick you know, two-week thing to help their teams. But your Bulls, Ryan, yeah. a lot of, lot, of, lot of love out here for the Bulls. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it.